What is up, everybody? My name is Kelsey Lowe, and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. So a lot of you guys that listen to this podcast probably found out about it because of Instagram. You guys know I'm obsessed with Instagram. I love chilling on the gram. I call you my Insta fam. And I polled you guys and asked, what would you like to hear about on Joyfully You Podcast? And I asked, letting go of people. And then the second thing I asked was um, money and savings. And it really got my mind going as to, you know, wow, like I got so many responses and so many messages from both sides. So it got my mind. And by the way, I absolutely love when you guys direct message me, especially when you tell me things that you like and don't like based off the content I create, because it really does help support me in knowing what is resonating with you, what is truly supporting you. So it got me to think of the art of letting go because so much of my philosophy for honestly my entire life right now has been surrender and surrender and letting go are basically the exact same thing. So I got the idea to do the art of letting go. So welcome to the first part of the three-part series, The Art of Letting Go. We are talking about a very hot subject and topic today, and that is letting go of past lovers and letting go of past relationships, or maybe even just friendships, right? This doesn't have to only be romantic, although we all know the romantic relationships are the ones that are the most highly charged up. Like you imagine like the positive and negative force of like ions. I'm like totally talking shit, but I totally kind of know. The stronger the charge, the stronger the attraction, the harder it is to pull them apart. Especially if you and your relationship experience some type of trauma together and you've gone through hard times together, um, that really holds people together, even if other circumstances of the relationship are not healthy. Anyways, okay, so I'm going to go over eight, eight tips of letting go of lovers, letting go of relationships, so you could be able to come back to having a peaceful mind, a peaceful heart, feeling safe, feeling loved, feeling seen, because there's a reason the relationship ended, right? That's the part we're all super easy to forget about, is the reason we walked away in the first place. And keep in mind, like, the reason I'm so passionate about this is because it's something that I struggled with. I'm a lover. I'm highly empathetic. I just want to like hug on people. Like (laughs) I want, I want everyone to give me a hug. Like I wear soft things because people will pet me. Like I want to be loved all the time. (laughs) So today I have eight tips for you that are really going to help with letting go. So you can be able to come back to you right? Because I think that's the hardest part for me about breakups has been this new identity. Well, who am I without this person? What what does my life look like without this person? And so it's kind of a good transition to the first step or the first tip, I should say, because these are not steps in order in any way. These are just things that came to my mind in the order that they came to my mind. So the first thing is to visualize and envision like your dream life, the things that you really want to do this year, the things that you really want to do next month and let your mind get really excited about maybe some of those dreams or desires or, you know, trips that you've put on the back burner because your mind has been too wrapped up focusing on that other person. So start to visualize 
what you want your life to look like and visualize who you are without this person. And the the trick is to not even consider this person. Like don't sit down to go, I'm going to visualize without this, what my life is like without this person, because uh, naturally our mind is still going to pull that person into our reality. So instead visualize yourself, visualize your dreams, your desires, your business goals, your um, dream relationship, unless it's too soon, then, you know, don't go there. Okay. And bringing us to number two, remind yourself who you are, not who they weren't. Cause it's really easy to just think about how that person wasn't this, that person wasn't that, that person started acting this way in the beginning of the relationship, but they ended the relationship not acting like that. You know, instead of letting, don't let yourself go crazy with the what ifs and like trying to psychoanalyze that other person. Instead, just remind yourself who you are, right? Are you kind? Are you loving? Are you generous? Are you giving? Are you funny? Are you um, welcoming? Are you inclusive? Like start making a list of like three to five things about yourself that you really like. Things that you know other people would say about you. Like you don't have to show anyone the list, but if you'd like, you can type those out on Instagram stories and tag me. And I want to just like cheer for you because a part of knowing who we are is declaring who we are, right? So number two, remember who you are, not who they weren't. Okay, number three, social media. We couldn't talk about letting go without talking about social media. I don't know if you guys know this, but on Facebook, there's an option to mute the past person, past lover, past boyfriend, past girlfriend, whatever else. Mute the person that you are trying to let go of because it is nearly impossible to let someone go if you are seeing their name, their face, their life, their updates and all that shit all up on your feed. It's time to, and like, I totally understand because I have like some past relationships. I didn't really want to block them because it wasn't an an unhealthy situation. It was just us wanting different things. So I don't want to block them and be a total asshole, but I also don't want to see their stuff. So mute, do yourself a favor, mute them. I'm pretty sure you can do it on Instagram too. mute them. So they're not popping up on your feed all the time, but with Instagram, it's a lot less personal. So just freaking block them or unfollow them on Instagram. I feel like it's totally different than blocking someone on Facebook, but that could be just me. What do you think? Okay. And that brings us to tip number four, and this is to remember the gut instincts that pulled you away from this person in the first place. Okay. Well, and, and let me be fair. Maybe they pulled away from you, right? Remember the facts. You two were pulled apart for a reason. Something happened that was negative because we don't stay in negative situations, eventually we move, right? We, we wiggle our way out of it some way or another, whether that be through self-sabotage, whether that be through um, just straight up hurtfulness, like whatever it might be, do not neglect to remember the, wh- the reason why the relationship ended. Because I think over time, it's so easy to just like fall back into relationship with people because it's easy to forget 
the reasons and the things that pissed us off in the first place or the, the things that we weren't okay with that pulled us away from them in the first place. Because then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm lonely or oh, this or that. Girl, no, I'm standing up for you in this situation. And you're starting to feel quote unquote weak that you're wanting to call a guy that you, that you swore you weren't going to talk to. Like, ask yourself this, like, what advice would I give my friend right now? Because you would probably give your friend different advice than how you're wanting to treat the situation. Like, be super honest about that. So reminder number four, remember the instinctual reason that you ended the relationship or remember why the relationship ended. And number five, and this is just my humble opinion, it does not matter how long the relationship was. I think that people have a hard time walking away from a bad relationship. And like, this is, I guess, more for people who are putting up with like toxic environments, putting up with unhealthy relationships, things that are verbally abusive, or even if it's not verbally abusive, like whether the relationship spend three months or three years, if you are not happy, either take action and have uncomfortable, vulnerable conversations to make a change in order to have, see if that person will meet you where you would like to go or walk away. I think that like almost everyone kind of knows right away, like, okay, I can try this or the, oh, I hear this from people all the time. Like, oh, I've tried that, but it never works. So I don't know what the point is. I'm going to just stop trying. Like if you stop trying to have those conversations with your partner, then what are you even doing? You know, like what? But then again, you know, I like to connect. I want to have that deep connection. And if I don't feel like it's safe to have that, then I ask myself, do I feel safe to be in a relationship with this person? You know, like, what is it that I'm really trying to get from this? What is it that's really keeping me here? Like asking yourself these questions, what is keeping me here? Another question that's really good is what would I be doing if I wasn't worried about this person? Because we all know when it comes down to relationships, if things are starting to like go south and like not go well, it consumes our entire mind. Like there was a point a couple of months ago that it was like hard for me to think at all because I was thinking so much about this guy. And so the re- so it's no coincidence that this is the topic you guys want to hear about because this is the topic I've really been focused on. And so and that's a big reason why I'm doing the three part series because letting go has been an area that's been going on in all aspects of my life and how you do one thing is how you do everything. So man, I just like can't express enough how valuable it is to surrender that life is going to be okay without this person and surrender to the knowing that you are so infinite and so loved and so beautiful inside and out. You are literally pure fucking positive energy. The thing is, it takes, it takes conscious effort. No, that's not the right word. It's not conscious effort. It takes deliberate consciousness to maintain it. The same way that you go to a gym in order to stay fit. For me, I need to meditate and connect with nature in order to continue letting go. That's kind of the analogy for me. Because when I connect with nature, I connect with Pachamama, with God, with source. And when I don't have the answers, I lean into that discomfort and that uncertainty. I remind myself I am loved and infinitely supported. 
I am loved and infinitely supported. And if I'm not feeling that way, I will say that over and over and literally drown it out because there's a part of me that does believe that and does know that. And so that's an important, just side note, positive affirmations will only work if you believe them. If there's a part of you that feels like, I'm just fucking lying to myself, get a new positive affirmation, change it, because it needs to feel really, really true in order for it to be effective. Okay, and that brings us to tip number six, and that is getting rid of things that remind you of them. Like, this should seem obvious, but it is so fucking easy to hold on to things that remind you of them. And if you look at it and it doesn't really have any charged up emotion, right? You just look at an item and you're like, well, that's just that. Like it d- doesn't alter your state of emotions then it's fine. Leave it. But knowing that if you, if this person that you're trying to let go of is literally changing the entire dynamic of your life, I recommend changing your entire environment, right? Switch things up, move things around, sell your kitchen table on offer up and buy a new one. Like, I don't know, get some plants, change your environment, get rid of the things that remind you of that person. Give your, your, your senses like a chance to slow down, right? Because if you're seeing things that remind you of your ex, your mind will constantly be pulled out of whatever thing you were previously focusing on. So then there's like this weird, um, like tug of war happening between what you were focused on and now what you're trying not to focus on, which is that person, because that one item just like sent daggers to your heart and to your memory. So let's avoid that situation altogether. So you can be able to welcome in new experiences. So you can be able to step into this different version of your life. And if you're walking away from a relationship, let's just say you're leveling up. You can still love and care for that person so much and not have contact with them because I truly believe no contact is the way to go. And like, okay, it depends if you're truly trying to let go. If you're truly trying to let go, move on, not have this person in your life anymore, because I have had people say, oh, like I'm letting go or like, oh, we're not together anymore, but they're freaking talking to them all the time. Like that just doesn't work for me because I I feel and I love so deeply. And so don't convince yourself of something that isn't actually working. Don't convince yourself that it's okay to talk to that person just this one time, or I'm going to hang out with them, but I swear I'm not going to have sex with them. I'm just going to say hi. Like, bitch, do not fool yourself. And if you guys are married women listening to this, I apologize. But if you are married and you're listening to this, like, who are you trying to let go of, girl? (laughs) Okay, so that is tip six, getting rid of things that, that remind you of them and changing your environment. Okay, now moving on to tip number seven, and this one, this one might sting a little bit. This one you might not like a little bit, but this one is going to be a huge source of healing and transformation for you in your life, and that is to thank them every time that they come into your mind, because it wasn't always bad, right? You didn't get into a relationship because it sucked. You started this relationship with this person because at one point it was really beautiful, and it was really good, and you loved how this person made you feel, and you loved all these things, whatever else, all these things you're totally happy about. And so thank them for that experience. And I'm not talking about calling them up or sending them a text message. No, 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 no. I'm talking about 
in your heart, the depths of your soul, thanking them for experiencing those things and thanking them for coming into your life and leaving your life. Like, I don't know if that sounds bitter, but like the only way to truly heal and let go is to be grateful for the experience that once was. Because if we're pissed off about how things were, we're pissed off about how things are. You can't hate the past and be peaceful in the present. doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. So I recommend things like Ohoponopono, um, which is a Hawaiian uh, forgiveness ritual. It's very powerful. There's a lot of different meditations um, on YouTube. I, I've, I've posted uh, Dr. Matt's in the notes before. Um, another another great way to forgive someone if you because you know forgiveness is kind of an important step to letting go. You can't let go if you haven't forgiven. So you could write them a letter, and I recommend doing like a <laughs> kind of like a hate letter. Not so much a hate letter, but a full expression letter, like. If you were 10 out of 10 confident, totally standing in your power, totally like speaking from your heart, from a place of pure positive love and and possibly anger and resentment and all these other things, like literally do like a detox, like just like purge all of it. Like let it be a cathartic experience. Like if you need to cry, cry. If you need to scream into a pillow, scream into a pillow. Like let the energy of all the the sadness and the hurt out of your body. And you can start by doing it with your words in a letter. And you don't have to give a letter to this person. Write it and then burn it. Write it and then rip it up. Write it and then throw away. Whatever. It's not about them. It's about you. Forgiveness does not require another person. Forgiveness is your willingness to say, I love you. I forgive you. Will you forgive me? And if that sounds like what the hell, no way, no way, no way. That's the basis of the Ohoponopono forgiveness ritual with the the Hawaiian ritual. That's the basis of it. I forgive you. Will you forgive me? And the reason why is it takes two to tango. We play a role in everything. Maybe it's, it's asking that person to forgive us, but really it's us forgiving us, right? It's us forgiving ourselves for putting up with it. It's us forgiving ourselves for not knowing better. It's us forgiving ourselves for wishing we wouldn't have done that one random mistake that we are tricking our minds into believing is the reason we broke up in the first place. But guys, the reason you broke up in the first place is because you weren't meant to be together. Stop trying to fight what is naturally crumbling apart. If something's crumbling apart, let it fall apart. And man, start journaling. That'll really give you great insight into the happiness of your past relationships or your current relationships. Because like literally I ended a relationship because I started looking through my journal and I'd been unhappy for like 30 days complaining about this guy. So I was like, oh my gosh, 30 days of my life, I have been complaining about this one guy. How, and it was like a blind spot for me. I didn't even realize it until I looked back at the papers and the pages in my notebook. It's like, I still feel the exact same way I felt then that I feel today. So what am I, like, why am I trying to recreate the wheel here? Because the truth was that person didn't want a relationship and I did. So if you're in the situation where you're waiting for someone to be ready for a relationship, unless you are like 10 out of 10 amazing at creating boundaries and like not focused on the other person, for me, if it looks like a relationship, 
it walks like like it's a freaking relationship. But for pe- but there's a lot of people that have like that commitment phobia. And if a man does not want to make you his, meaning he does not want to say I'm with you and you're with me and we are committed in a relationship, because sorry, that's that's what I want. And that's like maybe an important part is asking what do you want? What is it that you want for a future relationship? Not with the current one that we're letting go of. <laughs> But it is good, like, reflection to ask, you know, well, what was lacking in that relationship? How can I show up better for my next relationship? How can I forgive myself? How can I forgive them? Because it's almost like we're loosening up all of this, like, wound up tension and these wound up emotions. And so that brings us to tip number eight of the art of letting go. And this is more of um, an insight to consider. Um, and this is that the more you hate them, the more you hate yourself for being with them. So you will never be able to fully let go if you hate them. And if you're mad at them and if you're angry with them, because any types of like emotions like that, of like anger, resentment, abandonment, fear, judgment, like all this intense emotions, that that's keeping us bound to them, like literally keeping us wound up and bound to them. And it's impossible to hate someone else without hating yourself. And I know that sounds really like kind of crazy. Maybe if you've never heard that before, but think about it in order for you to look at them and say, you know, I hate you for who you are, for what you've done, da, 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 da. Like you are giving so much anger and hatred from your being to their being. And whether you're trying to let go, and it's kind of like emotional poison and you are carrying this emotional poison and you're trying to give it back to them. And if you don't contact them to give it to them, you're going to give it to someone else. So you need to figure out a way to let that shit out of your body, out of your mind, out of your heart, whether that be through working out, whether that be through dancing with music, whether that be through meditation, like meditations where I've had a lot of my own healing. And a lot of you guys know my story, like with the past narcissist, like if I think about, if I think about the art of letting go in regards to a narcissistic relationship, that kind of changes the game a little bit and changes actually all these tips I totally stand by in regards to a narcissistic relationship, but I would add another one. And I wouldn't mute that person. I would fucking block them on everything. And I'm not talking about like, oh, he's kind of a narcissist. Like he posts pictures of himself. No, I'm talking about the real narcissists. The ones that know how to charm every single person around them, but also knows how to make you feel smaller than a fucking ant. The one that can make you feel so loved but then so confused. That is the kind of relationship I'm talking about where it's toxic, but then you're not even sure why. All you know is that this isn't right and it feels weird and you feel like you have to hide. Like that's kind of what territory I was playing in where I was just like on edge and confused and hurt and like constantly trying to be controlled, but then also not wanting to hurt other people's feelings because there's that side of me that was still a major people pleaser. So if you're trying to let go and it's in regards to a a narcissistic relationship, ask yourself this. If sex was taken off the table, what did they ever offer? Because I've noticed a theme with a lot of people I've talked to that have been in a narcissistic 
relationship or an abusive relationship. And that theme is that the sex was really good. So that is what kept them staying. In most relationships that last longer than they should, I would say this is obviously opinionated, not factual, but most relate, like talking to my friends, talking to people I know, if the sex is really good, it drags out longer because our physical animalistic response for pleasure trumps our logical response to protect our hearts or to stand up for what we, we, we believe in and our values and, and our core beliefs. So just notice what is keeping me focused on this person? And, and I hope that, I hope that these eight tips of letting go and has really supported you. And you guys know, you guys, you guys know that that narcissistic relationship was a really big part of my story because of the pain and the entrapment like that I experienced with that. That's the fucking reason why I am so passionate about empowerment, about self-love about forgiveness because it took me like three, four, three or four years to forgive myself about that relationship. Cause to be honest, I swore before doing personal development work, I swore to myself that I would never even bring it up because I felt like that person didn't even deserve to be talked about because I hated him so much. But remember that one tip, we can't hate someone without hating ourselves. So as I learned to love myself, I learned to forgive him as well. Oh, I love you guys so much. I hope that this supported you. And you guys know I'm always hanging out on Instagram. So if you loved it, screenshot it. Tell me what you're doing. T- like tag me on there on your stories. You guys know I'm obsessed with stories. Um, send it to a friend. If you know someone that's going through you know, a breakup or, or letting go of something or someone, send it to them. Um, and, uh, remember you're loved. Remember you're infinitely supported. Remember that you are being guided by the universe, whether you believe in universe or not universal. And actually, I feel like you wouldn't really be listening to me if you didn't believe in the universe. (laughs) Let's be real. I'm kind of like upfront and totally woo about it. All right, guys, you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I will catch you on the next episode tomorrow talking about the art of letting go. And episode number two is going to be all about the art of letting go when it comes to social media and entrepreneurship. And we'll be talking a lot more about grounding yourself spiritually so you can be able to surrender. And I'll talk a lot more about that tomorrow. So if you guys loved this episode and you are digging the art of letting go, I would love your feedback with a review, with tagging me to Instagram stories, with whatever else um, feels good to you within your own heart. So have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful moment. Whatever it is that you're doing right now, have a wonderful moment. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Ciao, ciao.